0: It's time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Laurie Pankowski. Laurie is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Laurie. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm curious to know how the markets are doing today because there's been some new info coming out today, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Markets are slightly lower today as they're really digesting the start of big tech earnings this week. Uh, Also, we're ahead of the U.S. interest rate decision this morning at 11 a.m., but markets are still looking to uh, close the first month of the year up 2%, which is a great start. Um, According to historical trends dating back to the 1950s, when markets start the year on Uh, on an up note, and they are positive in that first month, they tend to see strong returns for the full year up over 15% on average. So let's hope that uh, that continues. And uh, like I said, January has been a a great start to the year after a strong close to 2023.
0: Okay. You sound hopeful already for the beginning of January. That's pretty good. (laughs) Well,
1: I I am. I mean, you and I talked about when the Fed paused, you know, that was a big deal. That's what we were waiting for. And uh, and the next thing that we're looking for is when is the Fed going to reduce interest rates? And, you know, even though there's a 93% chance today that the Fed uh, is going to keep interest rates uh, the same markets are going to be looking into what they have to say after that at their conference, and and to really see if we're getting some guidance on when those rate reductions are going to start. Uh, to me, that could be the beginning of a new bull market. And whether we have already started that, it's you know still to be seen. Um, but you know we're still seeing very strong uh, consumers in the U.S. We're seeing low unemployment numbers. Uh, we're still seeing GDP growth. So at this point in the U.S., we don't see any recession on the horizon. Again, anything can come to the left field. That's why we're active managers, we can make changes quickly. But what we're seeing today, I think, you know, investors need to look forward and not in the rearview mirror. Okay, that's good to know then. And you mentioned that it's going to be kind of earnings
0: week kicking off here. So what do we know about that?
1: Yeah, you know, when we take a look at earnings and um, what's come out so far, as of yesterday, almost half of the companies have reported, which 80% have been positive. Uh, Many of the magnificent seven uh, are also reporting this week and will have a strong impact on all the major indices. So yesterday we heard from two tech giants, Microsoft and uh, Alphabet, Google um both have helped power the market rally from the bottom uh when we saw kind of uh, all the AI excitement artificial intelligence and so Google shares were down actually about 5% this morning following disappointing earnings yesterday um due to low uh lower advertising revenue so that is affecting markets today but Microsoft also reported yesterday earnings and revenue both beat um you know so the stock is kind of flat on the news and we're going to see the rest of big tech earnings, Amazon, Meta, and Apple all scheduled to report tomorrow. So, you know, it's interesting to watch these magnificent seven or as they say, magnificent six now, because Tesla kind of fell off the map here. Uh They're down 24% year to date, uh dropping 12% on a poor earnings report. So again, you got to pick your areas, pick your stocks. Don't get, just get sucked into the magnificent seven because those are the ones that have been performing Make sure you or your financial advisor really understand the companies that you're investing in, uh, what makes them tick, what makes revenue increase, uh, and really looking at the fundamentals, not just where the stock has been and where it is today. We want to know where it is today and where it's going to be in a year from now.
0: Okay, so would you say like Tesla's been separated out of that pack now, like people are investing in the others? Not that one.
1: Yeah, I I would say so to a certain extent, and and really what's uh, carrying some of those other tech tech names is the potential AI revenue that we're looking to see in the next few quarters, and um and I think Tesla maybe had its uh, had its day here for the last uh, last little while, and so uh, we we didn't own Tesla, we own some of the others, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing some of those earnings tomorrow. Okay, so let's talk about retirement planning. Then you mentioned that this is
0: historically perhaps the kickoff to pretty good market, right? things changing. So what does that mean for retirement planning?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's always different. There's n- never the perfect time to retire, um, especially for business owners, which is what I want to talk about today. Um, you know, I mean, we've had business owners retire right before COVID, for example, or they were planning to retire right after that happened, or, you know, before the bear market of 2022. And 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 so again, it's retiring and having the markets move higher um is obviously beneficial. Uh, but it doesn't change your entire retirement should you make the decision in things don't go as planned. Again, if you have pl- proper planning in place, uh, that will help significantly. And and again, when you're selling your business, you want to get help early. It's a significant financial transaction uh, that will impact your retirement. And a lot of people start planning up to five years in advance, or at least three years uh, to give yourself and your advisors, uh, whether it be, you know, your lawyer, your um, accountant, uh, financial advisor, a few years to really start help planning uh, with you. And, um, you know, get your business value, determine the current value of the business is a better approach to the sale than just kind of coming up with a price yourself. Um, Consider independent valuation, especially for third uh, party buyers. And, you want to differentiate the valuation methods based on family succession or an external sale. So again, we've seen both. I mean, a lot of medium to large size businesses, you know, end up selling to a third party and maybe smaller businesses are trying to get some value um, from family members that they're selling to, for example.
0: Okay. So is this tricky then in terms of getting that valuation, as you mentioned, Lori, because I have it like with everything, whether it's our house or car or business, I have a feeling we probably tend to value it um, financially higher than perhaps somebody else would.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. And I mean, there's comp- professional companies out there that that do this for you, um, you know, but there is that, you know, you created this baby and you think it's perfect and uh, it's, it's worth this much. Uh, but until you really put a for sale sign out the door, you don't really know what you're going to get for it. And, you know, I've seen people try to sell their business and, you know, some deals fall apart. Um, some get sold very quickly, but again, you really need to kind of evaluate the tax implications, um, and make sure you're setting things up as best you can before that sale actually happens. Do you, is
0: this something you need to take your time with?
1: Uh, it it is, um, you know, I think that it's important to make sure that you are talking to your accountant. Um, you know, you want to consider the lifetime capital gains exemption that is now in 2024, uh, allows eliminating up to over a million dollars of capital gains on qualifying shares. Um, you wanted to consider possibly an estate freeze if that makes sense for the business and shares and so on. Um, and then you want to really plan a transitional strategy, Simi. Um, you know, most business owners don't just get up one day and say they're gonna sell their business and walk out the door uh, once it's sold. They want to make sure it continues, that it continues to be successful, their clients are taken care of or their customers, and that it thrives under new management. So again, you want to think about that transitional period, a lot of business owners end up staying on for a year, two years, maybe three. Uh, But I do find that when um, the business is sold, the new owners take over. And, um, you know, maybe the the previous business owner, uh, you know, isn't totally keen on staying on too long, that eventually that transition happens. And, and that's a good thing, right? I mean, you, you've, built a business over many many years and it's now time to enjoy uh you know the fruits of your labor and go on into retirement and travel or buy an rv or you know buy a place in spain who knows and um and you know it's just again about planning ahead of time and making sure your advisors are talking to each other so again that group whether it's a lawyer an accountant your financial team uh that everyone's uh working together because again the sale happens and then after most business owners are asking me and my team you know where am I going to get my income from how does it work is it dividends is it interest is it they ask you after the case
0: they don't they don't plan the process with you
1: Yeah, they do plan the process as well. And because we're usually estimating how much income they could take out of their portfolio once the sale happens and depending on what that amount is. But then after, you know, really uh, nailing it down to, you know, which account should we be taking income from? Because some people may own real estate that has rental income as well, right? And so we're putting all the pieces together for people and ensuring that they have consistency of that income as they, you know, transition into retirement and beyond. Well, that sounds like a lot of issues. It's a good thing people ask you about it then, Lori.
0: Thank you so much for your time this morning. <laughs> Thanks so much to me. Have a great day. You too. That is Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Core Genuity. Now you can ask her all these questions. You can ask her team all these questions. Uh, you can contact them at 604-695-L-O-R-I, or you can visit their website at Pinkowski.ca.